0: harmonious experience for the past few months on Lucha World. Unfortunately, Vandal Drummond has returned. So after some brilliant episodes where Fredo and his niece Rihanna have have just beautified internet radio, I'm returning and the fun comes to an end. This is Vandal Drummond the Freak and I am here with Fredo Esparza, who has to revert to being Frito once again.
1: You know, my niece is going to be disappointed that you're back. <laughs> Why, well, yeah, yeah, But, you know, absolutely. she she also kind of messed up because she kept playing around with the recorder the entire time. <laughs> she wanted to hold it so you could hear, like, her moving it around. Oh, about, my
0: gosh, how funny. No, yeah. well, well, then we have, we must have her do a run-in one of yeah. these
1: days. And she refused to watch... She, wa- she wanted to watch less wrestling than you do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she wanted to watch...
1: Absolutely. minutes. minus five minutes, <laughs> yes, minus of, five wrestling. minutes of wrestling. <laughs> Although you've been watching, you've had two months off. show. oh, actually, I wanted to ask you before we start um, an update on your Lucha Underground viewing.
0: Oh Lord! You know what? Uh, You're still
1: stuck on the last four that you watched yeah, two months ago.
0: Yeah, the last, <laughs> the last show we were on when we were talking, uh, yeah. talking about the recent episodes. There's a very good chance I'm going to see some tonight because I'm going to my uh, going to hang with my brother. I was going to say,
1: skip the rest. Don't watch anymore. Really. Seriously, horrible Lots of sexy star
0: I'm just kidding Don't say that Uh,
1: (laughs) We might have a uh, guest Later on So I don't wanna We won't say a word then We won't say anything (laughs) Negative about Lucha Underground We'll let Lucha I'll say it all On Lucha Talk Uh, I'll blame it On the Lucha Talk Every now and
0: then Elena and I We go over to her brothers And we have a slumber party And it's so great Because He downloads All this awesome stuff From uh, Torrent sites He finds all these Really offbeat documentaries
1: No he doesn't He pays for it
0: Yes, he does. But these are <laughs> legal torrents. Legal torrents. Yes. Oh my god. No.
1: Lucha World. My does brother-in-law
0: not. is a very honest man. Okay, this is how honest he is. <clears throat> he makes honest Abe Lincoln look like Dr. Mike Leno. That's how truthful
1: he is. Lucha World and Alfredo Esparza do not agree with the well, what's that what's that uh agree with Kurt Brown's um Oh, do, this the, is all Kurt Brown's okay, opinion. The, the,
0: the, let's do this correctly. The opinions of Alfredo Esparza, say that.
1: The opinions of Alfredo Esparza and LuchaWorld.com are solely his.
0: <laughs> Fredo, why are you crossing your fingers right now?
1: I like how that's not even like people are like, yeah, come on. Freda, <laughs> <you're>
0: like, <laughs> you know that they Yeah, you yeah know they're like,
1: they, yeah, they already know. If they our, could get of away with history. it, they would
0: say even more if they could, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not reflip
1: I think every single wrestling podcast talks about this stuff anyway, so.
0: Yeah, and, and, and...
1: It's part of our nature now. I
0: never thought I'd see the day where wrestlers who are fa- uh, who are famous for just talking a lot of BS are probably talking less BS than all the news outlets, uh, be it on the right wing or the left wing. Yeah. It's amazing. It, the, the, we're starting to lo- uh, live in fantasy land these days.
1: So you missed out on Lucha Underground the last two months. CMLL, have you watched... You did watch the few of those shows.
0: Yes, n- uh, not last night's show, but the previous the one. Um, I... I want to say off the bat, I'm on cloud nine about the push Valiente's getting.
1: We all hate him now. I this is this it. is this is what you've missed in the last two months. In the last several months, we all hate him now. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit, but um, I just want to go through every promotion to see if you've been watching it. Triple A, you've pretty much none, given none, up nothing, on that. Nothing.
0: I try not to watch Triple A. Triple A just annoys me. It, it, and you know, I got to say, in all fairness. I heard there's a lot of stuff worth watching on WWE. I don't know about triple but I TNA
1: just, nothing.
0: No, yeah, TNA I don't want to watch. A,
1: Ring of Honor you don't even have access to the show, right?
0: Nah, I could probably find it somewhere. Yeah, but, but uh
1: it's not. So, yeah, you did watch Wrestle Kingdom, right? New Japan?
0: I just watched the one, the match, one match, Kenny Omega and I I really enjoyed that
1: match. I'm still on, I'm still on October <laughs> 2016. <laughs> you know a lot
0: of you know the the story going around is uh people are uh having this big argument cuz i guess dave melzer said something about it's the first match that he
1: would give 6 stars to yeah but i think he said that he had given 6 stars to um, a a misawa kawada match in 94
0: oh that's why everybody's bringing so up so i think that match. yeah i think oh, that's okay, he's I,
1: he's also saying that yeah that, so.
0: well i well i i wrote on my facebook page that uh i you know i don't give stars you know me it's bitchin or the show is great yeah uh, I w- but if I was going to give stars, I gave it five stars. But I would have given it that sixth star if, after Okada did that tombstone pile driver, he'd make like he'd, he was about to do the Rainmaker, but would reach into his trunks and bring out Mr. Socko and put him away, w- away with a mandible claw. <laughs> that would be a six-star match.
1: How many... Foley <clears throat> had so many of those... Dude, he did that gimmick so many years where he would end matches like that. How many star ratings? How many stars did his matches get?
0: Oh, he, I, just for that alone, I <laughs> get that. five stars. I, I don't care how you know, good or bad.
1: The you match know, I is. laugh because there's the other debate that's been going on, and Lucha has been on Maxima winning with um, the kiss, the hair match yes. that he had. And that's been a big deal um, with the, the Mexican, the Spanish sport, um, the, the, not the forums because now it's all on Facebook. But, um, I just think McFoley winning with Sako. Um, there's been so many silly finishes. Oh yeah! I don't. I think it's funny because I think everybody points to that with Maximo, but they completely forget that the guy is a really talented wrestler and he's had really good matches. Absolutely. But they focus on that one thing because they posted a picture of all the champions and Maximo is one of them. Mm-hmm. And they asked Maximo on a, on a podcast, and he's like, he's like, well, you know what? I probably beat all of those guys with a kiss. <laughs> like him just joking I like that I like that yeah and that. it's like I think it's hard for a lot of people because I think a lot of us forget that wrestling is for you know younger it's really for kids exactly I mean. and if
0: you watch any wrestling I mean one of the biggest differences when I was a kid is you were tr- genuinely trying to get that audience angry at the rudos or the and you yeah. know it's and now you're just trying to pop they're trying to pop the crowd I and mean you... how how I mean people come out with uh, it's like on that atrocious uh, AAA show in 2015, when... Um, that was just bad. That would that yeah, <laughs> be bad, atrocious, whatever, but um, when What's-His-Face uh, came out with the Donald Trump t-shirt.
1: Oh, I'm cage. It's
0: like, you know, maybe 30 years ago that would have gotten some yeah. big heat, but it's just like, oh, it's wrestling.
1: Yeah. Well, um, what's his name's doing that now too? Um, Sam Adonis. Only he's topping it. He puts um, Trump's face on On a a, flag. On a flag, yes, (laughs) yes, yeah. But you
0: know, it's so different from in 1987 when uh, we had a local uh, team, uh, Los Migras. Yeah. And uh, I I swear, I make no exaggeration. uh, They did a a two match program with Halcon and Halcon seventy eight. And they won both times. It was, uh, in fact, the second time they won was the last night the Olympic Auditorium ran for, I think, like six years or something like that. And I I make no exaggeration when I say the ring was ankle deep with garbage and the fans were angry. And now if they did that, they'd just say, Mm. Oh, boo, boo, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They'd politely boo.
1: But it's weird because you think about it. They're they're getting upset about this. And, I mean, that sort of finish... Gimmicks and stuff like that have existed in, for like decades, oh, years, centuries, um, a century by now. <laughs> in
0: 1974, John Tolish had a finish where he'd put like the black glove on, you know, the famous old black guy. And, and, and he did a finishing move called the corkscrew. And he'd basically have uh, the guy in a headlock and he'd start making a drilling motion with his knuckle on the guy's temple. Yeah. And that's just like the noogies you got when you were a little kid. Yeah,
1: and, and you know, it's 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 weird because I think people are, the people who are complaining about the way Maximo won that match, and Conan was one of the guys who complained about that, and I'm like, you can't complain about how he won the match. <laughs> you should be complaining about that match actually happening. <laughs> I mean, who the fuck wants to watch ma- Maximo versus Mascaraño dos Mil in two thousand sixteen? Not me and I
0: like mas- ma- uh, I like Maximo.
1: <laughs> you were gonna, I was gonna, I was like getting ready for you for you to say you like Mascaraño dos Mil I was no, gonna say
0: what? No. Is he the one who sings or is it, Yeah or, he's the one that
1: Universal had a stroke in um, late November. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well you've been you haven't been reading Lucha World. Oh, damn. I recapped like every single freaking podcast. (laughs) Oh,
0: well, um. Spanish podcast. Well, I
1: did read
0: about, and I know this is something we're going to bring up, um, the passing of Mochocota.
1: Mochocota, yeah. Yeah, he passed away right after, um, the last podcast I did. (laughs) Because I know I I talked about, uh. So you've covered. I talked, I talked, no, I talked about Chucho Villa. Um, Rihanna had to hear me tell the story of Chicho via passing away. Oh wow! I yeah. I
0: have to tell you, it's very rare that I'm not very moved by a story. But the story about him passing away hours after his yeah yeah his, that was me just weird. Know, and-
1: yeah, but with mochocota, I think he died three days before Christmas. Yes, and um, he was he was in he was like for about a few, a few days where they were not sure if he, if he was going to survive or not. But I think once they once they once they said he was... I think someone talked... I think somebody said he was dead right away. <laughs> it's like... And then El Dandy was very upset. He's like, don't say he's dead. They're still waiting for the family to, like, let the family yeah, confirm Yeah,
0: you want to make an official... Yeah, fight.
1: yeah. So sure. He's like, let yeah, the family that's not decide. that's cool it. when they do that. Yeah. That's
0: really not nice. Uh, and now he had a fall, right?
1: Yeah, he fell. And I, they don't know if it was, like, a, like a brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. Or he fell, and then the brain aneurysm happened. But I'm guessing that it happened before, and then he, he fell.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... but-
1: he was. He was. I think he was one of those guys that I think a lot of us who might have started watching um, Lucha a little later, like maybe in 87, 88 mm-hmm. for me, like I think 85, 86, because by that point he wasn't even in, in I think he was already leaving um, Arena Mexico at that time. Um, I think we watched the, like, the older version and I think we all like, thought, ah, eh, he's not that great. But then you go back and you watch the early 80s version yes, and I was like, oh, he yes. was actually really, he was pretty good.
0: I actually saw him live on a, a show in Carson. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was nineteen
1: ninety four. Yeah, see so he was older by then. Yeah, he was older. his second, second run.
0: And I remember I remember his match was good, nothing special, but I remember he was a good heel. Yeah. He was a very effective heel. I actually shook his hand. <laughs> he actually shook my hand. Is his with as if,
1: a, with that one missing yep, finger? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, he has a soft hand, and then you look down. It's like,
0: oh, it's he's missing two it's fingers. It's an invisible hand. Yeah. Oh
1: no. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah.
0: No, but uh, so yeah, I saw him way after the prison sentence happened. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's so <laughs> it's funny because I don't I don't know if you know the famous. Publicity that Ed Strangler Lewis did way back in the '30s about how wrestlers are, the of most
1: course, awesome. I remember that.
0: Not just kidding. <laughs> no, I remember it because it's, it's, it's famous wrestling lore even today. Yeah, yeah. Is he? He had the defense where he says, "There's, there's never been so much as a breeze of scandal in the business," and he says, uh, "Like I've counselled people in prisons and I've seen lawyers, judges, everything." Hello,
1: that's Ray Mysterio calling in. It's Ray Mysterio calling it. It's in. the ghost of Strangler Lewis. It's Ray Mysterio, let's let him, let's let the answering machine. But Strangler
0: ask. Lewis is calling. He's going to make me look like a fool.
1: Um, and I would stop, but then it's like, <laughs> why bother? You know, these, it happens. In, if Conan's podcast can have all these people it, calling in, and it, I don't see the. If point they can it. have bong hits, too. yeah, yeah. That,
0: that's what I like about his podcast: yeah. is bong hits. Yeah. Um, but you know, Strangler Lewis said, "Oh yeah, there's I've never seen a wrestler in jail and stuff like that." And then. Fast forward, I'm at Cauliflower Alley, and I meet uh, the late great Duke Myers, and uh, you know Ed Moretti, Andrews, the yeah, actor to work. He like, you're a little worker, and I'm to him telling him, "Oh, I, I uh, but you know, I do lucha style," and and he goes, he, he talks about it, and he says, "By the way, I I, I understand a little bit about lucha style." And he goes, "You know, I know how to do the lato go and the wow," and I'm going, "Really, really?" And, and he said, "Yeah, I learned it." Uh, you know, I learned it from my first teacher. Like, oh, what, who trained you? He says, "Oh, some guy in prison." <laughs> I guess he did just sit in jail. And uh, there's, yeah. there's uh, a couple. Maybe of Maybe he
1: went him. with the the laparca, <laughs> the, the fake laparca. <laughs>
0: so, so he, uh, so it sounds, so I, I guess uh, prison was actually turned into a positive experience because after that he became Duke Myers. <laughs> yeah, actually had a good career. So, anyways, but mochacota. Now, his prison sentences, they were for drug running?
1: Well, he lived in Sinaloa. So I mean. Okay, there you <laughs> Or go. Sonora, right? Sonora. And he pretty much, so Sonora, grew, up, right? he, he much yeah. grew up around that.
0: Himself,
1: yeah. I, assume. I mean, come on. Like, mm-hmm. all those guys from that area. But, I, I mean, I didn't know a lot about that. I, that was more, uh, I think Dr. Lucha probably found all that information on that. I, if yeah, I would have written that, I would have gotten in trouble with all the Lucha people. Like, <laughs> Why would you write that when he just passed away? I was like, well, sorry. part of this, I know, but you can't do that. You can't really. There's certain stuff you can't really write about, like if you're covering Lucha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's knowledge.
1: Yeah. But I mean, he was, I think he was one of those guys who was really good in the early 80s as a welter. What was he a welterweight? Was that, I believe so. Think. So it was like. No, he, the,
0: the
1: the crazy, well, I saw him the and crazy the, hair and stuff like that oh so.
0: god yeah I thought he was cool yeah. I thought he had a really cool look to him I thought you know when I saw his older stuff he was a good worker and you know I, when, when I saw him in the 90s I wouldn't I wouldn't say he sucked but he definitely yeah
1: he was a lot older yeah. by that point well he aged re- really quickly because I mean even like before he died he, they had pictures of him at, older and he was like what is he like and 63, he six, 63 and he yeah. looked like he was 70 practically wow yeah so he he he, play, he had a pretty, <laughs> he had one of those, he lived life pretty much if, he was that, if he's that old looking.
0: Yeah. Well, anybody listening who has not read Fredo's piece on Chucho Villa, look on the Lucha World uh, uh, website for that because that is an awesome story. And it's a rare story of a wrestler who actually traveled with his wife yeah. trying to get away and from actually, his wife so he could play. And
1: they actually stuck together too, which was amazing. even more Amazing. <laughs>
0: It's like my friend Tom Hankins Who Who has only Smoked pot Every day From 1968 Till right now Um Has done a lot of Wild things in his life Which is in his Book called uh, The Math The Mob and Music Which uh, Some dick named Kurt Brown Wrote the foreword to <laughs> But he's 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 had a pretty wild life And uh, Still has a bit of A wild life for his age But he's still married To his childhood sweetheart Wow <laughs> Yeah They, they uh, Right after high school I think they Wow that's married.
1: amazing yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, it, it, it's just one of those, um, I think it's weird when somebody, a wrestler passes, I think everybody was passing away in 2016, every celebrity, 2016 and it's like,
0: sucked for and I celebrities. think, it,
1: I was, I was kind of, like, glad, because there wasn't a lot of luchadors that were passing away, and then, like, the last couple, of like, yes, like was like, <laughs> oh, shit, because I hate writing obits, I was making a comment that I should write more, um ahead of time that. <laughs> you know, Cause, you know yeah because it's very you know? difficult like it doesn't have to be an obit it could be a bio but it's like cause just because it's it's so it's it's so like people want to read about it right away and you don't have I all that stuff right away. I take my time. I still take. It, I took my time. I wrote it. like yeah. I think I no. I actually wrote it like the the next uh, after two days. I think. Yeah. When, no,
0: but I'd, I'd rather wait until I felt good about the article. Like, yeah. I realized if we were absolute bonafide journalists, that wouldn't be an option. Yeah. You have to work fast. Yeah. But I'd rather work on it until I got it right.
1: Yeah. So let's let's get to CMLL because yes. I, I I don't want to be down this entire podcast talking <laughs> about death. Um, so you skipped. Maximo Sexy's hair match with Mascarino's Meat, right? Yes, I did. You skipped the, well, the women's cage match?
0: Oh, I wouldn't have watched it if I... That
1: was on Christmas Day, come on! Oh, God. You had something better to do on Christmas Day?
0: The only thing, <laughs> well, the only reason I would have watched it is because I think several of the gals are really cute in it, and, uh, but I can find photos of them online Yeah. stuff want
1: that. You didn't want to watch... Was
0: Amapola in it?
1: I think she was.
0: Yeah, I might have kind of sort of yeah. watched
1: it. Yeah, I believe she was. was in. I watched it afterwards, but i got to tell you, the first 20 minutes of it, it's very forgetful. Um, the, the last two the last five minutes with um, when it's just Vaquerita um, and Zuxis is good, because Zuxis is really good. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the rest of it, the only highlight was um, at one point Dallas was trying to escape the cage and her um, st- the technicas are trying to pull her down mm-hmm. and they grab her by the trunks and they start pulling down her trunks. I'd be up for that. Yes, but <laughs> Zuki climbs up and lifts up her trunks. That's the only Damn. reason she comes, <laughs> to lift up her trunks and that uh, fixes it for her. But I thought that was hilarious. I, you know, and, and it, it it's pl- a cage match. I mean, what do you expect from me? And yeah. there were so many freaking cage matches. Um, IWRG, I think, had one. Um, there was another indie group that had a cage match. It was like it was so many. I don't cage know matches.
0: the reason they do it a lot because a cage match. It's kind of like a gimmick that has a purpose. And yeah,
1: it doesn't draw either. So. It
0: doesn't draw. I mean, the only way it would draw was if you only used it like twice a year and yeah. had a good story behind.
1: Well, CML does, but I mean, nobody really cares about... Everybody wanted to see a singles match with, um, or something short, smaller, like a smaller group of women. And it's like they just kept adding all these women into it.
0: And a lot a lot of women who can't carry each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's going to be a cluster. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was bad. Um the dos Me and Maximo, sexy match was mm. horrible. Oh, jeez. Um, we talked about the finish. How everybody got upset about that, and then after that, there was uh, the Three Kings Day show, which was January sixth.
0: Was that the Friday show?
1: Friday, not this past, but the Friday before yes. that. Yes. Yes. Which was really good. It was a it was a a, a show built around rematches of feuds and matches from two thousand sixteen. And you actually watched that, right? I
0: watched it. The only thing. Uh, the women's match. I <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Right? You didn't, yes, you didn't watch that. When, when I got home that Friday night, I, I I, didn't get home in time to see the first two matches. But before I came here today, I watched the Cavernario versus Rey Cometa match, which I gotta say, I read a lot of people's comments saying it was rushed. I thought it was fine. Yeah. And it, it was smart. it was
1: faster paced more than rushed.
0: And, exactly. And it was a second batch. And, he, he, you know, of course, you see Cavernarius, you you are a better judge of this. But the times I see him, something I love about him is he doesn't do a lot of wasted moves, like a lot of, like, half-ass punches. Yeah. Or I, I almost call them rest punches. And the, I'm sure they've been around for a long time, but I first remember noticing them when uh, ECW was the rage in the mid-90s, and I remember uh, I had a friend over who... He was a non-wrestling fan, but he just dug the whole ECW thing. But the one thing he'd always say is, okay, this is the one thing I don't get. When they drag somebody out to uh, the, the, the the other end of the arena by their hair, but the guy is willingly walking with them. They're not really being dragged. Yeah, He's willingly walking... To the, with a guy who's dragging him, and occasionally the guy would throw a couple of lame
1: punches. And to they still it. do that now with uh, when they do all the when they're going to climb up something. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say I see
0: that all the time. And this is you know, again, I'm not the best judge, but the times I see Cavernario, most of his punches seem to mean something. He doesn't just start randomly throwing
1: them. Yeah. And plus, uh, he's, he was in there with Ray Komet, that who's that,
0: that was yeah, really I, and he's I think really
1: underrated. I can't believe you missed the women's match. That was what this show is going to be built for. <laughs> opening women's match. Well,
0: you know what? I figure because uh, I saw the women's match the Tuesday before.
1: <laughs> You're like, that's enough for me. It,
0: but, but you know what?
1: I, <laughs> it was good, right? I heard it was good.
0: That was a really good match. And I'm saying, it's, I, I, I don't know why they're not that way all the time. <laughs> it's, it's it's
1: weird. Like, it's just a weird, it's a weird, um, you know. Maybe, it some,
0: maybe some days they're inspired. Maybe some yeah. days they're not. I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to know just kind of, love. I'd just love to know the behind the scene the behind the scene things about why they do what they do yeah
1: yeah yeah so um after that it was the panthers the dinastia laguna oh. uh, La- La divina in fact that's divino what, laguneros versus casas family yeah
0: when you uh, when you emailed me about that that's what made me want to watch the show initially. yeah but then i saw the rest emailed
1: of you you didn't even read my email
0: <laughs> I had to have because that's why I watched the show. No, you oh. called me.
1: You called me actually. I did. Yeah, you called me before that. What did I call you? You called me to schedule a a, a podcast. A podcast that I yes. didn't show up to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was last. It was last week. We you scheduled. Look, you called on a Wednesday, and I asked you if you were gonna watch the you, the January sixth show. And then you asked me what's on. I go. It's an all star type of show. And I mentioned that, and you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. And I said, when do you want to do the next podcast? And you said, how about next Wednesday? And I'm here waiting for you to show up on Wednesday, and you never showed up.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to do that on Thursday.
1: <laughs> no, I said, and then I, I sent you a tweet later, a, a direct message, and I said, hey, how about we do it on a, on a Thursday? because I'm free that day and then you never answered that you didn't answer my email and then you didn't answer my uh, direct message oh I am so sorry and so and And people listening to this show are probably like Fredo he does that all the time to me too yes exactly (laughs) exactly Uh, and that's what I tell them when they tell me when they tell me hey how come Kurt doesn't answer my email? I go, he doesn't answer mine. Why would you think he's going to answer yeah. yours?
0: You know, uh, it's called ADHD, but I do not like that phrase. Yeah. I like to call it Space Cadet Syndrome. That's
1: yeah, because I I, when you mentioned that, I so what's our solution? We came up with this. Yeah, I'm going to text you because uh,
0: text. Because a text, I can't escape that. A text shows up on my phone. You have got a text.
1: Yeah. So I caught when you called. I told you, and I, 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 you're like, what's on that? And I, call, I gave you the entire lineup, and you're like, oh, that sounds like something I'm gonna watch. Yeah. And you so watch
0: what I'm gonna do with my phone, I'm gonna try to do this. Is I always get a little ringtone of some sort, or, or, or I think Highway Star plays whenever I get a text. I'm gonna try to find a, a sound bite that says, "Vandal, you've got a text. Answer it, motherfucker."
1: <laughs> so that's, <laughs> it's, that's it's gonna be your, gonna lucha, go. your lucha, your uh, lucha text message. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What goes wrong with this podcast is not Fredo's fault. I'll be the first to admit that.
1: So Panthers versus Casas. What you think of that match? Which I loved it. That match was really good. That was
0: awesome. I mean, you're talking about the gold standard. Yeah, families. yeah. And and,
1: and and I'm glad that they had... It being CMLL, I thought they were going to give the win to the, the Panther family. Mm-hmm. But if you remember, the Casas family won a, a, won a tournament to get a shot at the Mexican National Trios titles. Mm-hmm. So they should they. They were smart, where they actually had them win this match. So at least it gives you like a reason, like, and you know, a lot of people well, are going to forget. Anyways,
0: predictability because I thought Panthers were going over, and I bet you most people did.
1: Yeah, but I, just because it's CMLL, but yeah. I, I'm thinking, Casas family has to win to continue their feud with um And somebody even asked me, they're like, "How come Felino wasn't teaming with them?" And I go, "Well, Felino can't because uh, Casas, Nero Casas is, in he's involved in that." For the future uh, title match, mm. it's, oh, okay. it's him and and I think I think Puma and, plus, and Tiger prefer, prefer um uh, Casas. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Negro Casas still has his working shoes on. I still don't get me wrong. I still like Felino a lot, but Casas, as far as the second generation, he is the work. I also like how how each team had the daddy of a dynasty, yeah. and the the rest of the wrestlers were you know the next generation.
1: And you know the other thing is that um Puma and Tiger were explaining it that with when they have Filino Felino does a lot of the spots that they do with mm-hmm. he actually joins in with them whereas Nero Casas he comes in and then he lets them do their own thing when he's out mm-hmm. and they said they kind of like that and plus they Nero they're like Nero Casas a lot they didn't want to say it but they kind of insinuated that he's a hell of a lot more better than <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> Felino. And that's
0: that's no uh, that's no derogatory statement. At Fle- yeah, it's just uh, Negro Casas is the gold standard. Well,
1: Felino at one point was really good. Now he's a lot more comedy than he is. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So after that, we had Volador versus Mephisto. Oh yes, that was a really good match. That was
0: good. I don't remember
1: what the finish was. It was a Spanish fly. Okay. Uh, top rope fly, Spanish fly. But that that basically was Volador Jr. doing all his crazy stuff. It was dive, also just a, a, yeah. just a great... I player. say we, if we interview Flyer, we ask him if he watched that match. <laughs> 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 it should just be him answering Volador Jr. questions the entire time. <laughs> uh, after that match, um, we had a, a, a match that actually ended in two falls. Marco and Maximo versus Rush and La Mascara.
0: Which was refreshing seeing a match go to Yeah, and I think
1: they had to because they were speeding up everything yeah. they were trying to plus,
0: plus, I think they should throw that in the mix a little more often because But it's so
1: funny that they remembered that feud Remember, we I think the other podcast I do we were talking about how we were surprised that they remembered that feud because that feud was really good like I think back in March mm-hmm. April and then they just cut it off and remember, they just stopped it suddenly because they were doing like challenges oh yes yes they were doing a lot of stuff like that and they 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 came back to it it yeah but i don't know if they're going to continue it's cmll you never know what's going to happen um after that it was valiente beating ultimo guerrero and i dave Maltzer really loved that match i loved it too yeah and a lot of people hated it
0: i loved it
1: you know actually they They, didn't hate it they just said it wasn't the best of the but you know what I, i think it's like i think how many of the valiente ultimo guerrero matches have you seen
0: See, I haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah,
1: so. see, so then, but you know they've wrestled a lot in the last couple of oh, yeah, months. Yeah. yeah, so so the rest of us who have seen them like five or six <laughs> times, it's like it's like oh we've already seen it. And
0: I think that's something that we've we've talked about before is so much wrestling on the internet is available. Yeah. that sometimes I think maybe the older guard of CML do, doesn't realize oh people have seen them in every city yeah. on YouTube.
1: Yeah, it, and then uh, they have the they have the even the random trios yeah. like
0: i I, I got to say, though, I love that Valiente's is getting a push because I've always really liked him. I, I dig his new look.
1: and uh, His roided-up look? Yeah, I hate to
0: say, <laughs> it. I hate to say it. it. I think it makes him stand out more. I, I do like his old look. I, I actually... While I like his new look, I miss his old look, but I think he looks more unique.
1: Someone was asking me um why there's like a... Why there's so many fans who actually it was the other part of the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Looch Dog. Right? I always forget. There probably they're, people are gonna be like, you just said it in Looch Dog. they were asking me about um, why I thought um, so many people haven't really like. There's some fans who don't like Valiente as much as mm-hmm. they did when he was. I said because he was chubby and he was the underdog.
0: Yeah, he was. He and was I think, definitely I under- and I think
1: and I think I think that's and I and I also think that CML kind of waited too long to push him. Yeah. And I think right now. <laughs> A lot of the fans aren't really accepting him as a because now he's really the good third guy on a trio right now. He really, He is
0: and and he does have a unique look. Where
1: yeah, he but did, it's, he, but he's not a headliner. He's not a he's not a main event. No, guy. but I
0: still am glad he's getting a push because I always thought he was like a good soldier. He was somebody. Yeah, and, and always and it, had his working
1: boots on. And, everybody in St. like half like there's forty guys who are like in that main event mm-hmm. circle of group of guys. So it's like. Because that night, your,
0: the night that he put over Volador Jr., it was one of those times where I kind of felt like I was a kid again watching wrestling, because I really did not
1: expect him to go over Oh, when he, when he beat Volador. That though, just, yeah.
0: I mean, I love a surprise like that. And I,
1: it upset me, because I wanted Volador Jr. to win everything. <laughs> <laughs> because cause
0: we've interviewed Volador yes, Jr., and yes, he's, and our yes. he's our buddy.
1: He's our buddy. And and I was he's our
0: gonna... no, buddy. We have interviewed him, and he's always been super nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, nice yeah. guy and so I, I must- he, he, well like he towards- said he was even surprised when I said I thought he was going to be an asshole <laughs> I, I need to I need to stop saying this stuff like to people when we interview interview them that is funny like I just come up with like the even the traumas and I don't know what's going on with trauma too he hasn't been around but I'm guessing oh, he must okay. have the same issues you have <laughs> You guys are brothers, so. <laughs>
0: that's right. So, yeah, that's
1: he right. hasn't been around. Hopefully, he's oh my okay. god, okay,
0: okay, okay. We become fabulously wealthy. I know it's going to happen in Fantasyland, but uh, I'm going to team with that brother and uh,
1: randomly no show. Everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and half half the TV show is us trying to find the arena. Or no, we know where the arena is, but we look. Oh, there's a 7-Eleven, Eleven. Let's get a Slurpee. <laughs> yes. I love Slurpees, and then. And then uh, on the Slurpee Cup, there's some gimmick like a, like a, like a baseball star on the, on the cup. And like, oh my god. Hey, I think there's a Dodger game going on. Let's go. But
1: you know, it's funny because he was the one that I contacted uh-huh. on, on Facebook. And he would never answer anything. And I'm just thinking, well, I think this guy must have been like exactly your brother. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I should have gone with the serious one. But I didn't think the serious one because the serious one, when, when somebody's serious, they don't really like, they don't seem like as social but I think no, he might true. I think he might be the one that you would he would answer you and stuff like that more more um he's more accessible yeah, even though he's yeah. a serious one yeah so um what was what were we saying we were um, talking about Volador oh, Vol- 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 jr Vol- about our friend Volador jr oh yes jr. <laughs> <laughs> our friend yes um, Oh, after the Valiente Ultimo Girl, um yeah, like I said, it's just like a match that was very repetitive like I just felt it was repetitive. Yeah. And since I
0: haven't seen them a yeah. lot, it was really fun for me.
1: And then the main event was Atlantis Caristico, Mystico beating um the other girls, Laguneros. And they actually had a cool finish where they had um Caristico and Mystico do um, La Mystica. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And
1: then um Atlantis did La- La- Atlantida to get the win so I thought that was a cool finish and
0: Atlantis another guy who still has
1: the crowd heat I think the also the other thing that happened with um, Valiente and Ultima Girl and the, the main event mm-hmm. the crowd was really into the first five matches mm-hmm. and I think they got so tired by the end especially you watch the, the Rush the tag match with Rush and all them mm-hmm. they were doing so many crowd shots that I think a lot of people just got dizzy of watching it <laughs> online. But I think also the fans, I think you could tell the fans were really en- energetic for that. Yes. The women were yelling, um, drinking, and stuff like that. So I think by that point, it was like, oh, once they were done, it was like, okay, yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, oh, but it, Go ahead, go ahead.
0: That, that's, that's something I think every promoter should be cognizant of. If you
1: promote a show that goes too long, it doesn't... C- it wasn't long. It wasn't long. It a- actually ended shorter than the previous Friday really? shows. Really, really? Yes, oh, 20 okay. minutes shorter than the previous shows, um, which was weird because we thought, oh, maybe that means... Maybe they're it's be- just
0: the cr- the other matches were too high octane. Yeah, that's <laughs> it what it was. The cr-
1: and the, the the beer at, you know, gringos, all these foreigners showing up getting beer for like a couple of pesos. They yes. must have been like, oh, we what? <laughs>
0: for four dollars I could get everybody a, a beer? Years ago, when we used to go to Tijuana, I was always like the wheel man. I was always the one who dr- drove and I'd get this big beer for like just it seemed like pennies, and, yeah. And I'm saying, damn, I could get so drunk right now, but I got, I, I got to drive us home. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the, the other guys were like, well, we don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, the one time, the
0: one time we did is when uh, uh, Pat Howard, Physico, Steve Gerber, and I, one weekend, we just got a hotel room in Chula Vista, okay. just some cheap hotel. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, we just went to wrestling matches. So that was one time when I just got bombed every night just because I could. And
1: yeah, because you just walked back home. Yeah, we were taking taxis yeah, and tax stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'll never forget the Saturday night.
1: Plus, you had physical. So physical, I, I don't imagine him being a heavy drinker. So
0: No, well, yeah. he well, actually, he is sometimes.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, but but I,
1: I've only seen it a few times. But he, I'm guessing if he sees you drinking, he, he probably would have said okay i'll take a little less it's so one of us yeah one of us has, yeah, to, exactly. of us has exactly. to be it's one of us has shockingly
0: to be. shockingly yeah he doesn't drink a lot but when he does it's amazing how much he can drink without being like without it being apparent.
1: yeah yeah what 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 else was i gonna say about this oh um i was gonna tell you about valiente um mm-hmm. he was on the lucha retro show this is like a match from like october <laughs> and i was laughing because they first of all <laughs> well it's retro because it's it's on arena coliseo so I don't know why they call it lucha retro. Maybe that's why they show it two months. <laughs> two months later, it's it's retro by the time they air it airs. Um, so he's in a trios match with and and Zacharias and Perico's in it. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Zacharias El Perico puts him in a Fujiwara armbar. No way! <laughs> and then like they cut to the next scene, and the next scene is Mister Niebla giving um, volunteer wedgie. On the outside.
0: I love
1: it. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a funny... I it's a funny... It. Yeah, but... That, you know, that was basically it. There really wasn't a lot... Like... The, the follow-up show wasn't really that great. I haven't watched it yet, so... I don't... I cringe the fact that they... were watching this great show and the announcement... Because all the guys were getting ready for Fantastic Mania. hmm So they announced, of course... The announcement was the return of Ryo de right, Halesco yeah, Oh, geez. Because that's geez. really what fans want. And, you know the nostalgia Mexico's very nostalgic for those yeah. guys so I could understand but it's like if you look at the building it's, it's not even packed it's not even it you could tell the people were like oh, well, I'm not going because everybody's in, in Japan right now yeah I can see that so um, the other thing that's happening in um, the next show on the 20th um, Dragon Rojo Jr. and Povera are finally going to make official the new Revolucionarios mm-hmm. with Bobby Z as the ah. third member if you remember Ray Scorpion... Yes, I ...left and said they were lazy. <laughs> and they have been... Dragon Rojo and Pulver have been really good since that happened. Wow. Like, really motivated. They've been... I, you know, the bad thing is, like, with CML, you, a lot of their good stuff happens in the indies. Mm-hmm. They had a really good match on DTU's um, iPay-Per-View from December mm-hmm. against Gio and Junior. R- really good match. If you, people haven't seen it, that's a match they should watch. I recapped it the last show. My poor niece had to listen to me recap death. <laughs> I had to recap death matches. That's what you made me do, Kurt. You made me recap death matches with my uh, poor little niece. Your
0: your your niece is learning how... Uh, oh,
1: the value of a the it, light tube.
0: <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. And she's learning... Uh, it, it, it was an exercise of patience for her. Yes. Teaching her to patiently
1: listen to... People talk about wrestling. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, and even some very bad wrestling. Yeah, well, that was good though. Mm. Yeah, like but not
1: that them. that that wasn't great, but the 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 Dragon Rojo Pulvera. Oh, okay, was, yes, yeah. yes, that had chairs. <laughs> <Lots of> like... <laughs> um Yeah. So um the other thing that happened, um the update on Super Porky, he suffered a torn groin muscle, wow. and I'm... so he's been out for like three or four months, I think. Wow. He's doing the lucha retro announcing.
0: I still, I still get. Nervous every time I see him.
1: Yeah, he said he's going to come back like in a, a a month and a half. It's it's.
0: I, in his heyday I loved him yeah. I, I liked all the Grossos.
1: he doesn't want to retire he even they asked him about that remember that retirement yeah. rumor he said he joked about it he said I joked about it he's like but I don't want to retire because he's like I notice when a lot of luchadors retire they all die <laughs> ah, a lot of them die yeah. and he's like I'd rather die doing what I love than actually dying I, I, just I remember I'm,
0: Dr. Jerry Graham used to tell me
1: I wish I could <laughs> die in the every, everybody that, yeah. Nero everybody told us that remember and you know it's weird because when you when you say it people are like oh that sounds so morbid and it's like it's not morbid they're saying like they want to die doing what they love. love not in the ring you know it happens you know they're gonna die afterwards like well, not yeah. not you know like not not like oh i'm gonna die in the <laughs> ring but, like doing a dive oh although i'm sure yeah. they would love i they would love that i but. would love oh, oh although they i don't think they would because when perro jr passed away I, I don't think a lot of the guys would have been like
0: no well, that was different he yeah. was young and
1: yeah, but, but I could see that's know, not what they mean they mean die yeah, as they get older if you're
0: if you're older and you collapse and die in the ring i I could see that being poetic, you know like yeah. I know it wouldn't happen to a movie, but if, if I felt I was dying and could muster up the breath, I would just the,
1: the kids. You would, the, you would have that would have nightmares from that day. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I, I would make it be something that moved everybody. If if I had the cognizance and I wasn't in too much pain and I still cogniz, I, I'd want my partner to be crazy and he like, don't go, Vandal. I'd say, tell, tell Elena, I love her, and tell her.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, so the other thing was um, Rush did an, Rush and La Máscara did an interview,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and they were talking about their upcoming schedule for Japan, and um, La Máscara is La Mascara scheduled for the next crash show in Tijuana, and um, they were talking about some of the older guys coming, oh, because uh, Máscara and los Milos is back, and um, Rush was like confused why they wanted them to face all these old guys. And so Rush's uh, comment was that Los Ingobernables are like Viagra, because they always raise the dead. <laughs> I thought that was the greatest line
0: That's awesome Yeah That's awesome Man, I have never I have never seen a wrestler Who have gone from being Somebody I never wanted to watch To somebody who just Lights up the place With La Mascara It's just La Mascara? Ever since he lost his hood I love that guy I thought you were talking about Rush No, I've loved Rush From the moment I saw him
1: I thought La Mascara I, I could watch less LaMoscara as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, let, let's put it this way. If he retired, I'd say, oh, well, that's too bad, but whatever. But if Rush retired, I'd go, no, don't. But no, ever since he lost his hood, I, I like yeah. that guy. I hate him. I love him. No,
1: just kidding. He's all right. Um, yeah, so don't right, make me arm wrestle you. Yeah, so right now, all the CML guys, a lot of the better wrestlers are in um <laughs> the better <laughs> are in New <laughs> Japan for the Fantastic Mania tour. Um, and Cavernario's... Yeah, the early the early shows don't really they don't really look. I mean, they're entertaining, but they don't have like the they don't have the big matches. They don't really <laughs> turn it on. Yeah, it's but really the hard. upcoming shows um, on the twentieth they have um, Kamatachi versus Titan. Um, mm-hmm. They also have um, Dragon Lee versus Barbara Cavernario on Sweet. the twentieth. Um, the twenty first has Mystical and Volador Jr. versus Ultimo Guerrero on Euphoria. Mm-hmm. You know. If, you yeah. don't, if you're not if you're not tired of seeing girls, <laughs> versus Sky Team and I still feel bad I said that to um, Bolador Jr. about being tired of watching that because they, <laughs> they still have good matches. Um, the 21st also has Atlantis versus Rush. Um, also the 21st, Maximo Sexy defends the CML World Heavyweight title against Echicero who Ooh, is actually a light awesome. heavyweight. But I mean I think heavyweight, you pick the best bigger wrestlers yeah. and you go with it. That should be, I think that's going to be, that, that might actually be something that will win over a lot of fans who hate Maximo right now because of the, just that simple kiss or they think he's a clown or whatever. Right. I think he, I mean I think I think my opinion of him changed like several years ago when he started. Yeah,
0: remember because when I, he started I working again, when we talked about it, how suddenly one day he put his working boots on.
1: Yeah, because he looked... he was good younger when he was younger yeah. when he first started him out he was good. But I think the the, the act kind of got tired, grew tired. Yes, and he wasn't doing anything like special in terms of quality and matches.
0: Something reignited his enthusiasm at that anniversary
1: he... show. Something he turned it up, and he's been great ever since.
0: Absolutely, I
1: think the kiss thing. Yeah, you know it is serious and... St- it's not serious and stable like CML says. Mm-hmm. But it's... Eh, you know, I don't mind. Um, also, the 22nd is the final day of Fantastica Mania. Um, that show has Kamitachi teaming up with Bushi versus Dragon Lee and Titan, which should be good. Wow, that should be um, nice. Mystico versus Euphoria and Ultimo Girl versus Volador Jr. Yeah, the last two matches <laughs> it's a yeah. tag match. It'd
0: kinda, it would, I would say it is... I At least I enjoy... Seeing matches I've seen before, but with the totally different audience, like the Japan.
1: Yeah, audience. and you know, I also kind of, I also get it. enjoy like the where they mix in the new Japan guys with the the CML yes. guys, oh, but those aren't really the big matches for those for those people. They want to see the lucha guys, right? I would have liked to have seen some like maybe some like Okada versus one of the CML guys or something like that. But you know, I think that for them is like just fun for them more than yes. Anything. So that's um, New That's CMLL right now with their other news. Um, Lucha Underground, as you said, there you actually missed. You haven't been keeping up with it. Um, actually, before we get to that, another kind of CMLL thing, mm-hmm. but it's actually the Tijuana. Okay. Promociones Cholo de Tijuana.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they had Hechicero versus Kaifan. And Did I you haven't watched it. You haven't yet. watched it. I've, great match. Yeah. Highly recommend that. Watching that. I
0: saw about the first five
1: minutes, and you know me. Yeah. Space Cadet Syndrome, something. Yeah, it's really good. Way. It's really good. I want to see it. It happened that same day, uh, that same fr- Friday, and I actually think that might have been the better match out of if you put all that with the against the CML matches, I think that might have actually topped all those matches.
0: Yeah, and now now uh, somebody like myself who hasn't seen much of the lucha, do you think they're finally starting to come much, to much min- of the lucha? <laughs> much of the
1: lucha. You sound like a gringo now.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Uh. And my brother-in-law made me an honorary italian so while i don't speak italian uh, i speak idiotic italian dialect
1: like, <laughs>
0: oh,
1: <laughs> okay so what, what, was the, what was your my question is
0: are they finally getting it together and
1: realizing how good hechicero is i mean yeah and cml he's getting the match with maximo sexy he's he's headlining a little more he's He's working against, like, Volador and guys, like, in trios matches. It, you know, I think I think people want to see, like... I think people look at New Japan, WWE, mm-hmm. and they see, like, main events there. And they kind of want it to be, like, CML. But CML isn't, like... CML has their big main events, are Dos Leyendas, Yes. Anniversary. Everything else is just, like, and, you know, Grand Prix, stuff like that. But, like, everything else is just trios, trios. A singles match here and there. And the singles matches are really, like, the four or five guys. Tuesday shows are just... Crap, you know, really, but I think they're doing a lot more with him. I kind of wish fact that
0: he's on the Japan tour. I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised to see he's I'll, on it.
1: Yeah, and I was surprised he's getting a big match with um, a title match against Maximo. Yeah, and and you know, he's the he's the number one guy that I think the the independents want. That wants now, him out, guys. He's the one that everybody wants.
0: Do you wanna often?
1: He did for this show. Wow! He has a couple of times. That'd
0: be a reason. I haven't been to uh, the Tijuana show in like twenty-five years, so
1: yeah, he'd should be it? a good reason. We should do it. Kaifon too. Kaifon is great.
0: Yeah, I'd be up for that. Yeah. Okay. We got
1: well, Or wish. we could get we could tell Carrie to bring them bring them to you bring them <laughs> to U- <laughs> bring them to you <laughs> If
0: we can't bring Tijuana to we'll us, bring, bring, Carrie, yeah, bring... bring
1: Tijuana to us. <laughs> hey, he brings Cholo every once in a while, so. True. True. Yeah. We could ask Cholo. The next time Cholo's here, we'll ask him. There you hey. go. Although, uh, when he's not selling us merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right.
1: Yeah. Um, the other thing, because I think all these indie groups are tied in with um, CML in some way. Um, Lucha memes, the promotion that uses a lot of CML, uh-huh. independent type. They use a, a mix. Um, the promoter Danny Ledesma, he's got he's gotten a little more inside with CML, so um, he's made the announcement that he's going to get a lot of. Um, He's going to get to work with Ring of Honor and, and New Japan in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I, he mentioned on a podcast that um he's there's been talks that he might get to book a, a run a show, one of his lucha meme shows, mm-hmm. in one of the uh, um, CML um, buildings. So that should be interesting. I'm guessing you could get a Cole sale. I mean, that seems like That'd something he'll cool. get. Um, but, anyways, their next show, the next lucha meme show is the Charo 8 on the 29th of January. Mm-hmm. And these shows, they're like all-star lineups. And he announced that they're going to have two matches available for VOD, Video On Demand, on YouTube, along with extra content and something else. But it's going to be Rush versus Raymond Rowe from Ring of Honor. Okay. And then the tag match, which is going to be Ronnie Mendoza, Loretto Kid versus Toxin and Flystar. Should be good. Excellent. Excellent. That's it? (laughs) That's all the CML I have? Excellent. Okay. And now, I guess on to AAA. AAA. Well, Lucha Underground. We could get to Lucha Underground. Oh, uh, there we
0: go. Yeah, Lucha Underground.
1: Season finale happened this Not past week. Um, well, Lucha Underground's been a little disappointing also. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Um, a lot of sexy star. But you know, it's funny because a lot of people have been complaining about a lot of sexy star. But I think the bigger problem I have with Lucha Underground is that they have all this great talent, but Prince Puma was out. They did the injury angle with mm-hmm. him while well, the de- the dead angle really he yes. died. Yeah, they like to kill him. Yeah, people. they killed him off for a bit. He's back. He's doing run-ins. Um Pentagon Jr had, Pen- had Pentagon Dark had that one show built around him where it was him versus the Stardom girls. Okay. Hasn't been back on since. And then um King Cuerno hasn't been on um he, really? hooked, he hooked Fantasma. He hasn't been on cuz of an injury. He's been he's been
0: So like guys that a lot of the
1: shows have been built around Phoenix and Arrowstar usually not on I did a list I, I kind of wanted to see what they did most often and it's like Sexy Star and a Cage were on nine time, dead nine matches she's the
0: wrong person to yeah. build the stuff around seriously and she's,
1: yeah I mean I think it's fine like if you do like one match every within a while but it's like oh dude yeah, I'm not, I'm she not, never like, wrestled this much in AAA exactly. I mean, I, like, I'm <laughs>
0: not one of those who say oh get Sexy Star out of there she, I, she, I mean she's not my favorite but i I, but I don't mind seeing her. But to build most of the story, arc- yeah,
1: it's like you didn't when all those year shows on AAA. You didn't tune in, and she was on every. She would do skits and stuff like that. But and she would work like a, a trios match with the women or the mixed tag or whatever. But it wasn't on every single time where it's like she was the focus. And worse, even if she was on a lot, she wasn't focused on. It wasn't solely focused on her. And this show kind of feels ever since they started. And I even looked back the first season only the second mm-hmm. season really was when they didn't focus so much on her but the first season and the third season it's been a lot of focus on her it's been I, I, it's been I, a little bit i bet
0: you could get one of the greener girls in cmll and if you put them in lucha underground where they're working with yeah guys it'd be just as bad too <laughs> I, I don't know I, yeah probably they have I, let's put it this way i think you could find somebody better than sexy star well, Mar- in
1: the uh role. melissa yeah mariposa uh, but I think she comes off more as a badass than anything. Eva mm-hmm. but Eva also kind of well, although Eva could have done that role. Although Eva she seems like she'd be a little bit more of a fiery person to deal with. <laughs> but, yeah, she but got, you know, I, also she's been hurt a lot. She got she, yeah, she,
0: I do, th- and I do think also part of the trick is yeah, somebody who
1: the promotion can work with. And I think sexy and it sounds stars. like Sexy Stars been really demanding. Well, not yeah. demanding. I think she I think she might be easier to deal with for the lucha underground people than
0: But with Triple A she was hard.
1: Triple right? well, A. Yeah, but that's Triple A. Yeah, true. Triple A like they lose Although people.
0: there's a bit of revisionist history where they used to say she was the problem and now and now that Triple A is the problem they're saying, well, I think it's
1: a little bit of both cuz mm-hmm, yeah. she she also was difficult to deal with.
0: Also. Yeah, cuz and there and there is no denying a lot of people who are in AAA are having problems with A.
1: Well, not anymore because they all left. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should use past yeah. tense. Yes, a lot of them. Yes. Well, because I think everybody that's still there is okay with them now. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, but with Lucha around, it's funny because they were building up this um, feud with Johnny Mundo and the Mac, and um, the Mac. They were going to have an all-night-long match, mm-hmm. and instead of having it as a mid-season finale, which happened this past week, they had some other random group of matches. And that match isn't going to happen until like summer 2017. They're returning in summer 2017. Wow. So it's like you have to remember all this stuff in six, six seven months probably. Now, is we there an any
0: when. buzz going around just the whole status of Lucha Underground because kind of with Ricochet.
1: And, and, that, and that's the other thing because um, with them moving this to summer, I think there's still about 20 more episodes to go. So like what's that? October, maybe September, October it ends. Mm-hmm. So it's like when are these guys gonna? When does the next? First of all, when do the next tapings happen? And what's gonna happen with the status of some of these guys who have options to leave? Like I'm guessing these guys kind of wanna, don't they wanna? Because I I don't even know if Ricochet necessarily wants to leave to go to WWE, but I think he wants to. Like I think he's more interested in New Japan. I think I the other news about New Japan um trying to like expand outside of Japan. I think they're thinking of coming. To the U.S. Well, they're
0: going to be in Long Beach. Long next Beach, month. yeah.
1: Next month, no. Isn't it? No, in July.
0: Oh, it's in July. Yeah,
1: the G1 climax.
0: Okay, I no. got I, I to learn to. Uh, I got I got to learn to figure out which season yeah. is which and which month
1: is. And then, but think about it. That's going to happen around the time that uh, Luch Underground is. Well,
0: well, and I'm I'm curious about New Japan's motivations because.
1: I think it, and and the, I, what the guy said that he he got upset when um, WWE took away his talent. Yes, yes, that's an. That sounds like the reason. worst, the worst reason because I think that's kind of what killed WCW and TNA when they try to get bigger. And they kind of make a comment like that, a snide remark like that about WWE. I think that kind of motivates and when you're, WWE to fuck you over. More.
0: Well, when, when, yeah, when you're you're motivated by vengeance and just trying to, it's like it's like you're gonna lose your money.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're, it's, it's like like it's, it's like picking up what is it in Buddhism where say you're picking up a hot coal in your hand. Says I'm gonna throw it at them. I'm but before you throw it at them, your hand is burned to the bone. And that's what you're doing. If you're doing it just for spite, that's not going to draw a crowd.
1: Don't you think that these guys should like be watching WCW and everything Bishop did? Wrong? Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> and
1: that's, that's what happened to Bishop.
0: And they should uh, somebody get, should get a pr- uh, computer program where you get uh, a simulation of what it was like to be in the audience of the Peace Festival in 1996. Star studded, but if you were in the audience, what audience was there was excited but there are a lot of empty
1: seats. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it, it it's it it's it just it were it, it's weird. I mean, I understand they want to expand and they have I mean, of any promotion they have the best oh, possibility. Yeah. But I mean, last thing they the, they need to get those guys under contract like whoever they think I is the star. I don't know,
0: why they haven't already that. You can't done do.
1: That. The year the one-year contracts are the dumbest thing That's possible. That's so stupid. I that, mean, they They should have done that 10 years ago like 10 years ago was when they should have started doing that this is an industry where everybody
0: knows that the top dog is Vince McMahon and that that I mean he's the king of owning wrestlers I mean that's what New Japan should be doing If they want to be competitive they should be I mean, I hate to use that word "owning" somebody, but that's essentially what you do. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's it's weird because a lot of the a lot of the people fans get upset that WWE takes their talent and all stuff. It's like it's going to happen. You can't compete with them. Like the money wise, there really isn't a promotion that can match them. I mean, New Japan probably not even close. I mean, I would guess New Japan has maybe one. I don't even know like how much they would have to match them. But yeah. even even if you can match them, the other problem is that's the goal. The ultimate goal is to go to WWE, and everybody, like even in Mexico, that's now the goal. Like everybody, that's their Absolutely. goal. It's not. It's not. And, and
0: and now, if I was a promoter with that kind of status of New Japan, one, you'd want to keep the wrestler you have under contract from going before whatever program you have with them is up, and two, try to make it look like you should be the goal. Yeah. That's yeah. Competition. It's you know I, I you know and and you know for all the all the dumb things that CML might do what I've always liked about them is throughout history I think the biggest power play was made in the 50s when there was there was television opposition to them yeah and uh, ever since then though they didn't panic when like when UWA came around and AAA came around uh, I'm sure they were like
1: yeah like they hell. had to find guys to fill in yeah
0: but they didn't panic and try to imitate everything they did or try to kill their towns they kept on doing what they're doing yeah yeah I'm sure they wanted to do something bad to them yeah Maybe. but it's, it's kind of like the storm hit and in, you know instead of uh jumping in a lifeboat in a raging river, they kind of took shelter and just said, okay, let's keep doing what we're doing. Because I, re- I remember I remember Conan saying this, I remember several other people, when AAA hit the scene and was like just the, the new star promotion, I mean, the Observer Awards it's, it got that year. Yeah. It was amazing. and it's Not to mention just on the home turf, but everybody said this is the end of CMLL.
1: Well, think about it. How, how many years has Dr. Lucha said it's, it's the end of CMLL? and that's recent yeah. not, not like in the he was saying that like in 2010 no, wasn't that's it? True. That's remember true. he was saying that and it's like it's like it's still around and, and you know it's I think they realize that they um, they can't match WWE I don't know if they quite grasp where their places because I think I think they're missing the, they're missing the boat on being like the promotion that can actually like develop young talent because yes. they, they have a wrestling school no, that's they, so true. there should constantly be like you know Mascara Dorada left Hey, we have Sanson, Cuatrero, um, all these other guys. This Barbara Carbonario, Dragon Lee, Mystico. We have all these other guys that can fill in. Somebody else leaves, hey, here comes this other guy. And I think that's, I think that's the one thing that I think will help them with that, mm-hmm. uh, that other promoter from Lucha Memes. Wow. And I think the guy, because he made a comment that what he wanted to do was have um, a match where it's students from CMLL mm-hmm. versus guys from his group. And I think uh-huh. that would be great because be cool. a lot of the students, we don't see them for years. And I think this would be good, a good way for them to like develop, that get some exposure great. at a young age you know you got to work in front of a live crowd every once in a while
0: oh yeah you can do you can do every move every high spot every hold over and over it's again tumbling. but until you know, tumbling <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> the very first thing you're taught you yeah to. so
1: it's like you got to do it at some point you can't just like spend six years and it's because because you hear all these stories about cml students mm-hmm. who are like pentagon junior told this story he's like he's like i went to the arena mexico school mm-hmm. and i was talking to this one guy while we were training and i go hey how long have you been here he said i've been here for 6 years and wow. he looked at him and was like wow fuck that i'm leaving yeah, <laughs> so he's, yeah. like, he's like he's like i'm at,
0: i'm going on, somewhere on, else do you have to work in front of a live t- crowd but you have to get them used to the constant on the road travel cuz that's a, another thing that i know it doesn't sound like much but you know you're you're going to be traveling every day of the week most likely and yeah. even if you work in front of a good local crowd that's a heavy
1: adjustment. Yeah, so it's like, I think this is something, and I think that guy who I said is, like I tell you, his tweets, like sometimes he'll, he'll tweet something like, I want to say like, oh, that's cool. You're doing a great job. But then the next thing he's like, don't compare me to other promoters because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a legit bigger promoter than those guys. Oh, and it's like, dude, you're doing what we've been doing here in the U.S. for like a decade or longer. Yeah. Those all-star shows have existed for a long time. You're not doing anything new. You're just mm-hmm. taking something that uh, you saw somebody else do in the, in the U.S., bringing it to Mexico. Nobody else in Mexico has figured it out. You know, they're still doing old-style traditional promoting. Exactly. There's- and, you know, there's people here that promote in uh, Lucha. They don't even do that. They promoted the old style. And yes. I'm like, I could, I mean, there's people here who could probably, like, if they were, if they, like, I mean, Volador coming here, I would be like, Volador's is going to be here in, in, for a weekend. Why don't I get Volador versus um, Johnny uh, Johnny Mundo? Because mm-hmm. obviously that's now cap- you, now it's possible to do, and then like just create an all star show beyond that. You know, like that's what I'm thinking. Why don't people do that? But you know, nobody does it. So
0: yeah, it's funny the possibilities. I think something happens when you actually start promoting because I've known a lot of people you get a
1: little big headed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: they, they have these really good ideas before they start promoting. And they're even aware of mistakes and pitfalls, yet when they start doing it, at some point, they start making those very same mistakes that they were aware of. Yeah. One is bringing in more big talent than you need to, spending too much money. Like, almost like you panic, thinking, if I bring X amount of big names out, uh, people will come, and most of the time the same amount of people will come if you only have two those,
1: of those stars. Those shows that happen in, that he runs Mexico happen all the time in conventions. Yes. That's basically the, the whole build up of a convention show. It's like all those like uh, a star-studded show. That's really what it is. Like The only difference is that he's the only one that's doing it in Mexico. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to use that as an excuse, then that works. Yeah. So now that we've complained about all these promoters and stuff... <laughs> Let's talk about Triple A, the the other promotion that everybody complains. Where we
0: well, can really complain, yeah. Let's so, go go through it because when we complain about Triple A, it, 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 it's painful.
1: Well, we're not going to complain about. It. We're nah. just going to give a. We're um, being silly. They actually, they're actually. There's a couple of. I think the news right now is um, Aerostar, Dragon, Argynes are are going to form a trio. They're trying to come up with a name. That's really the. That's the good news. That's the big news. That's the good news. Actually, the big news news is they're running Guerra de Titanes on on January 20th. Um, The lineup, you know, it's... I don't really know if we want to run through the entire lineup, uh, but... The opener, of course, being the levels at Locura. That's which tri- is a standard triple A. Uh, yeah, a standard triple A opener. Um, then they have the Apache Sisters versus Averno Chessman again. <laughs> 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 then they have a triple A cruiserweight title match between Ijoel Fantasma and Garza Jr. Um, that should be. That could be good. Um, I Garza Jr. You know Garza Jr. I don't. I think he's he's okay in the ring got a great look he's a good looking dude mm-hmm. um wonderful person i mean the guy like he's he does interviews and he comes across like a really nice guy so um i think he's a guy that they want to turn into a star but i don't think he wants to commit completely to AAA, right because he's a he's a monterey celeb and i think there's still some talk that um conan had mentioned that a lot of the promotions in the u.s when they talk about america uh, mexican Stars, Mm -hmm. he's the guy that they kind of wanna consider, but I don't know his 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 in ring style, his ring ability, in ring ability. He's he's not Hector Garza, right? But he's 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 okay. He's not. Do you think it's
0: it's that he's green,
1: or is it just that he
0: doesn't have it?
1: No, he's just not. He's not great. You know. You know. He's okay. He's not. He's not great. Yeah. He's 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 good. Mm -hmm. He's good. He's not. He's not. And I think that also kind of because Hector Garza was amazing in the ring, and you know. He was talking about a guy who was misused in um, WCW, everywhere. <laughs> WCW, yeah. WWE, when he was there briefly. Um, TNA. Uh, well, that was, that was more his fault than TNA. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, then there's a cage match where, where the final two will determine a mask or hair match at Rey the Reyes. Mm-hmm. So they have Aerostar versus Superfly versus Argenese versus Australian Suicide versus Angelico versus Carta Brava Jr. Carta Brava Jr. is um, Goya Kong's husband. Oh, I didn't know that. So when Goya Kong returned, he returned. Gotcha. And he got a push. I didn't realize they yeah. were married. Yeah, yeah. Um, then the fifth match is Johnny Mundo defending against defending the AAA Latin American title against Pentagon Jr. It's a rematch mm-hmm. from. I think a lot of these matches. You're probably if you did if you saw Her- Heroes Immortales or heard about it or read the lineup. Probably sounds the similar. Yeah, it sounds similar. very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> the main event is Psycho Clown, Tejano Jr., and La Parca versus Dr. Wagner Jr., Pagano, and Messias. That's basically like... Yeah, I was yeah gonna it's going to say... Uh, does not very exciting. Wash, rinse, repeat. Well, you know, right now in um, a lot of the AAA, the people that use AAA talent, <laughs> the main event is basically a, a, tr- a three-way. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, a three-way. It's wow. usually Psycho Clown, Pagano versus Dr. Wagner. Psycho Clown versus Pagano mm-hmm. versus Dr. Wagner Jr. Or if Psycho Clown is available, it's La Parca. It's like um, Tagano, Pagano, Tag- <laughs> Pagano versus Dr. Wagner Jr. Or Pentagon Jr. versus Pagano versus Psycho Clown. Gotcha. Or Dr. Wagner Jr. versus <laughs> Hijo Fantasma versus Pagano. So it's
0: a similar main event every- yeah, everywhere. Everywhere,
1: everywhere. Wow. I think, I think Cubs fan or I are going to buckle and, and, and decide on, on doing a, 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 a report or an article just noticing the trend. <laughs> yeah, so that's AAA. That should be a
0: fun read. I got it. AAA. J- okay, so there's the episode, folks.
1: LuchaWorld.com. Follow us on Twitter. And Facebook. Hey, Lucha, what's your Twitter?
0: Vandal Drummond. I am Vandal Drummond. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Yes. Uh, if you want to up the odds, that I'll see what you post or if you I like how
1: something. I I like how we're doing this and we just mentioned about an, an hour ago talking about how you never check your email which E&L is why I'm yes. saying
0: this if you want to up the odds me seeing what you wrote and getting text him. you. text me I, but I'm not giving my number but if you want to up the odds Facebook because I'm on Twitter about once a week. I'm on Facebook every day. So there's a good chance I'll see what you're.
1: Uh, Put it on his Facebook page. Don't send him a private message, though. In, do that
0: thing where you can use really huge letters yes. on the face, a huge <laughs> font, you know, and uh, that way it's in my face and I have to see it, you know. Yeah. So, okay. Thank you for listening. And until next time, Hare Krishna. Y recuerden. Coman frutas y verduras para que las nalgas se les pongan duras. Y Chocomil Lagunero para que tengan un buen lavadero sobre raza.